0: anyway yep man just ain't gonna work okay well this is opposing a matrix uh this is dave speaking it's always dave one way or another uh it is the seventh uh, of february twenty twenty three and uh in a society that's running ramshot to hell um <clears throat> thank god we have uh yahweh to uh to uh, bring us some uh, peace and contentment And I just figured out why it didn't do that Okay, anyway <clears throat> So, tonight we're going to talk about something, folks Called the Great White Brotherhood Now, this isn't uh, Hold on a sec This isn't, doesn't have anything to do with um, White supremacy or anything like that uh, I know it sounds like it but it has to do with uh, principalities, powers, rulers, uh, spiritual wickedness in high places. Uh, all the things that are mentioned in Ephesians 6. Okay, which I should have had up here. Okay, let's see. Bear with me. All right, call that up. And... 6, All right. All right. Okay, so we're told in Ephesians chapter 6, um, we're, we're told about the armor of God, okay, and we're told why we need the armor of God, okay, uh, in, in Ephesians 6, verse 12, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, okay, we wrestle not against uh, people, bodies, uh, aliens from outer space, or anything like that, um, <clears throat> but against principalities. All right, powers against powers, against rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Ooh, goodness gracious, those are our real enemies. Yeah, we you know we have <clears throat> George Soros, we have um, the Rockefellers, the the Bilderberger group, and the whole nine yards. Yeah, they're they're important and they're really aiding and messing up this world, but uh, they answer to higher authorities. Okay um anyway i want to go ahead and uh read something to you if i can get it to work boy this thing is just uh being a real pain in the rear end today huh well there's this thing called uh let's see i think it's there nope it's on the only tab that's not working. <laughs> but you know what? It says It isn't going to work to trip me up, folks, because I downloaded it in a PDF file. There it is. And I'm going to go ahead and read it to you. Um, there's a PDF file out there <clears throat> called the Secret Covenant. All right. And supposedly, this was read or written by uh, the early Rockefeller. I think it was John. And um, this was a letter. Um, let's see. If I can, let's see. The Secret Covenant from J. Bush, um, Tuesday, December 12, 2006. This was written about 100 years before that, at least. And um, Okay. It's an article as it originally appeared on the bandics, uh, band, uh, excuse me, bankindex.com website uh, in two, back in 2002. So it's a website, uh, I guess, for bankers. And they, uh, they have all kinds of files on there. <clears throat> Somebody must have really hacked into that one. Okay. But the result of their, the fruit of their labor is uh, the fact that we can read this tonight. All right. This is kind of a proclamation, it's a um, declaration. And it's a um, uh, a constitution, basically, for for the New World Order and for those who run it. Uh, you know, in this way, I'm talking about the Bilderberger Group, um, the Illuminati, um, i.e. the, uh, um, uh, I can't remember names, Rockefellers and Soroses and, and all the other big bad boys that are out there. <clears throat> Boy, that that uh, Soros is really getting ugly in his old age, isn't he? He's starting to look like a frog, and it's making me believe that maybe the uh, the rumor about him being something other than human is true. Um, <clears throat> okay, so it says a Secret Covenant, full version, it says rated R. <laughs> it's not, I read through it, okay. All right, so let me get this center center screen here so I can... And I'm even going to make it large. How's that? Oh, look at that. I can read that really nice. Okay. The secret covenant, full version rated R. Okay. An illusion it will be so large, so vast, it will escape their perception, they being me and you. Those who see it will be thought of as insane. Remember? Oh, yeah, it's just a conspiracy theory. These people are crazy. All right. Okay. Okay. We will create separate fronts to prevent them from seeing the connection between us. We will behave as if we are not connected to keep the illusion alive. Our goal will be to accomplish one drop at a time, meaning, you know, little drips, drops. So as to never bring suspicion upon ourselves, this also will prevent them from seeing the changes as they occur. Pretty smart, huh? A little bit at a time. Turn that fire up a little bit, and the frog never feels it. All right, we will always stand above the rel- above the relative field of their experience, for we know the secrets of the absolute. Hmm. We will work together always, and will remain bound by blood and secrecy. Death will come to he who speaks. Nice knowing you, folks. Um, <clears throat> we will keep their lifespan short and their minds weak, while pretending to do the opposite. We will use our knowledge. Well, that's weird. Okay, we will use our knowledge of science and technology in subtle ways, so as so they will never see what is happening. Okay. We will use soft metals, aging accelerators, and sedatives in food and water, also in the air. Isn't that interesting? Also in the air. Now, this was written. This was. Um, said by uh, one of the early Rockefellers, and, you know, air travel was basically brand new, and I guess when this came out. <clears throat> and uh, and he's talking about spraying from the air, uh, i.e. chemtrails, in um, the food, we GMO foods, and in the water, the water's all tainted, okay? There's fluoride in the water, heck, yeah. Okay, they will be blanketed by poisons everywhere they turn. The soft metals will cause them to lose their minds, We will promise to find a cure for our many fronts, yet we will feed them more poison. The poisons will be absorbed through their skin and mouths and they will destroy destroy their minds and reproductive systems. Hmm, sounds like the COVID-19 shot to me. Um, For all this, their children will be born dead and we will conceal this information. Again, the COVID-19 shots. The poisons will be hidden in everything that surrounds them in what they drink, eat, breathe, and wear. Wearing, that's interesting. Um, we must be ingenious in dispensing the poisons, for they can they can see far, meaning you and me, we can see far. Uh, we will teach them that the poisons are good, with fun images and musical tones. <clears throat> hmm. Interesting. All I can think of right now is the Beatles singing Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, or LSD. Hmm. Those who look up, look up to excuse me those they look up to will help we will enlist them to push our poisons they will see our products being used in film and will grow accustomed to them and will never know their true effect when they give birth we will inject poisons into the blood of their children and convince them that it's for their help aka vaccines 70 of them plus now All right, we will start early on when their minds are young. We will teach their children with what children love most, sweet things. Yep. When their teeth decay, we will fill them with metals that will kill their mind and steal their future, uh, a.k.a. amalgam with mercury in it. Uh, when When their ability to learn has been affected, we will create medicine that will make them sicker and cause other, other diseases for which we will create yet more medicine. We will render them docile and weak before us by our power. They will grow depressed, slow and obese, and when they come to us for help, we will give them more poison. Boy, doesn't that describe the pharmaceutical the whole pharmaceutical pharmacia thing, folks? They give you a drug to make you better, and then you have to give you another drug because the first drug is making you sick from something else. <clears throat> okay. We will focus their attention towards money and material goods so they may never connect with their inner self. We will distract them with fornication, external pleasures and games, so that they may never be one with their oneness of it all. With the oneness of it all. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah porn is a big problem online now right especially with the internet my goodness um external pleasures all the the wonderful things that um, we have in the society that seem to be good but are really bad anyway their minds will belong to us and they will do as we say (laughs) yeah you got to go out and get that shot If they refuse, we will find ways to implement mind-altering technology into their lives. We will use fear as a weapon. There you go, folks. That's the whole crux in. Using fear as a weapon. Okay. All right. Hold on a second. Okay, there it is. We will establish their governments and establish opposites within. We will own both sides. We will always hide our objective but carry out our plan. They will perform the labor for us and we shall prosper from their toil. Our families will never mix with theirs. Our blood must be pure always, for it is the way. We will make them kill each other when it suits us, a.k.a. wars. We will keep them separate from oneness by dogma and religion racial issues and stuff like that folks right and religion of course not just christianity versus everything else but catholicism versus protestantism okay next uh we will keep them separated um okay are wrote that uh, we will control all aspects of their lives and tell them what to think and how boy that describes a lot um we will guide them kindly and gently, letting them think that they are guiding themselves. We will foment an animosity between them through our factions. When the light shall shine among them, we shall extinguish it by ridicule or death, whichever suits us best. My goodness, uh, John F. Kennedy, Martin Luther King. Uh, you name it. Okay. We will make them rip each other's hearts apart. and and kill their own children. Abortion. We will accomplish this by using hate as our ally, anger as our friend. The hate will bind them totally, and never shall they see that their conflicts, their conflicts as we emerge as their rulers, they will be busy killing each other. They will bathe in their own blood and kill their neighbors for as long as we see fit. We will benefit greatly from this, for they will not see us, for they cannot see us. We will continue to prosper from their wars and their deaths. We shall repeat this over and over until our ultimate goal is accomplished. We will continue to make them live in fear and anger through images and sounds. We will use all the tools we have to accomplish this. The tools will be provided by their labor. We will make them hate themselves and their neighbors. We will always hide the divine truth from them that we are all one. This is a a must never know. They must never know that color is an illusion. They must always think that they are not equal. Drop by drop, drop by drop, we will advance our goal. We will take over their land, resources, and wealth to exercise total control over them. We will deceive them into accepting laws that will steal the little freedom that they will have. We will establish a money system that will imprison them forever, keeping them and their children in debt. When they shall band together, we shall accuse them of crimes and present a different story to the world, for we shall own all the media. Oh, man, this is hitting home too many times, man. Okay. We will use our media to control the flow of information and their sentiment in our favor. When they shall rise up against us, we will crush them like insects, for they are less than that. They will be helpless to do anything, for they will have no weapons. We will recruit some of their own to carry out our plans. We will promise them eternal life, but eternal life they will never have, for they are not of us. The recruits will be called initiates initiates, <laughs> initiates okay? <laughs> and we will be and will be indoctrinated, indoctrinated to believe false rites of passage to higher realms. Members of these groups will think that they are one with us, never knowing the truth. They must never learn this truth, for they will turn against us. You're learning the truth tonight, folks. For their work. They will be rewarded with earthly things and great titles, but never will they become immortal and join us. Never will they receive the light and travel the stars. Folks, I'm beginning to think this is the Nephilim speaking here and the Fallen Angels, not just the Rockefellers and stuff like that, or it's a combination of both. They will never reach the higher realms, for the killing of their own kind will prevent passage to the realm of enlightenment. They will never they will never know this they will never know the truth will be hidden in their face so close they will not be able to focus on it until it's too late oh yes so grand the illusion of freedom will be that they will never know that they are our slaves when all is in place and the reality we will have created for them will will own them this reality will be their prison they will live in self-delusion when our goal is accomplished, a new era of domination will begin. Their minds will be bound by beliefs, their beliefs will we have established from time immemorial. But if they find out they are our equal, we shall perish then. They must never know this, and that's in capital letters, all of it. If they ever find out that together they can vanquish us, they will take action they must never ever find out what we have done for if they do so we shall have no place to run for it'll be easy to see who we are once the veil is fallen our actions will be will have our actions will have revealed who we are and they will hunt us down and no person shall give us shelter damn right this is a secret covenant by which we shall live the rest of our present and future lives for this reality will transcend many generations and lifespans this covenant is sealed by our blo- by blood our blood we the ones who from heaven to earth came it is the fallen angels this covenant must never ever be known to exist it must never ever be written or spoken of if it is the consciousness it will spawn will release the fury of the prime creator upon us and if we shall cast to the depths, and we shall be cast to the depths from whence we came, um, and remain there until the end of time, in end of time of infinity itself. And it says here the bank X index, um, the bank index. Excuse me, editorial staff. thanks you for all your emails regarding this piece. But we do not know who he or she is. This piece came through one of our forums and. The author left an unusable email address. Thank you, but it is rumored that it was a it was written to by one of the Rockefellers. But that must mean that he's a fallen angel because it states right here at the end that uh, they left heaven's estate and came to earth. So anyway, pretty interesting, huh? Pretty scary. It's all. It's all. There's no coincidences, folks. It's all. It's all planned that's been in in place since time immemorial, like like they said in there. So, anyway, there you have it. Okay, so let me get rid of this thing here. Here, okay. So, we have this thing called the Great White Brotherhood. And so, what is it? And who is it? I guess is the more operable question. And... The best article I found, folks, believe it or not, is on Wikipedia. Explains a lot of stuff. And I'm just going to read uh, probably down to uh, through the. OK, there's a, OK. Yeah, probably about halfway through. OK. I know that if you're listening, especially. <laughs> well, you're all listening because I don't have this on the, on the line there. But um, if um I'm trying to say. If uh, uh, I don't know. Oh, okay, I was gonna say if you're listening, um halfway is probably about fifteen minutes at the most. If I read faster, um even less. So This is on again, like I said, Wikipedia and it's the Great White Brotherhood. The Great White Brotherhood is a belief system akin to theosophy and the New Age are said to be perfected beings of great power who spread spiritual teachings through selected humans. The members of the Brotherhood may be known as the Masters of Ancient Wisdom, the Ascended Masters, the Church Invisible, or simply as a hierarchy. The first person to talk about them in the West was Helena um, excuse me, balavsky um, and she started theosophy, and she and other people claim to have received messages from them. These including Helena Rorich, Aleister Crowley, Alice A. Bailey, Guy Ballard, or Ballard, uh, Geraldine Innocent of *The Bridges to Freedom*, uh, Elizabeth Clare Prophet, Bob uh, Sanders, and Benjamin Cream of the Maitreya fame. So what about this? What about the history? Um, all right, the idea of a secret organization enlightened, of enlightened mystics guiding the spiritual development of the human race was pioneered in the late 18th century by Carl von eckert Sausen, um, born 1752, died 1803, in his book, The Cloud Upon the Sanctuary. eckert called called this, this body of mystics who remained active after their physical deaths on earth the Council of Light. Eckertshausen uh, proposed co- communi- or excuse me, communion of living and dead mystics in turn drew partially on Christian ideas such as the communion of the saints and partially upon the previously circulated European ideas about secret societies of enlightened mystical or magical adepts um, typo- typified by the Rosicrucians and the Illuminati. The Mahatma letters Mahatma letters began publication in eighteen eighty one with information purportedly re- revealed by um, Kut Humi to Alfred Percy Sinet, and we are and were also influential on the early development of the tradition. Kut Humi through Sinet. Uh, reveal that the high-ranking members of the mystic organizations in India and Tibet were able to maintain regular telepathic contact with one another, and thus we are able to, were able to communicate with each other, and also to Sinet, without the need for, ever, for either written or oral communications, <clears throat> and in a manner similar to the way the spirit mediums uh, claim to communicate with the spirits of the dead. The letters published by Sinet... Uh, which proposed the controversial doctrine of reincarnation, were said to have been revealed through these this means. Eckertshausen, uh, his idea, was expanded in the teachings of Helena B. Blavatsky, uh, who developed Charles W. Ledbetter who developed by Charles W. Ledbetter, <coughs> Alice Bailey and Hev- Helena Rorich um, Bl- Bl- Blavatsky. Excuse me founder of the Theosophical Society, attributed her teachings to uh, just such a body of adepts. In her 1877 book, Isis Unveiled, she called the revealers of her teachings the masters of the hidden brotherhood, or the Mahatmas. Blavatsky um, claimed that she had made physical contact with these adepts, early representatives in Tibet, but also that she continued to receive teachings uh, from them through psychic channels uh, through her abilities to, of uh, spirit me- mediumship, excuse me, the ideas about the secret council of sages under several names were widely shared. a uh, Feature of the 19th century and early 20th century esotericism. <clears throat> Arthur Edward Waite, in his 19 er, excuse me 1898 book on black magic, a oh, nice book, huh? Uh, End of packs <clears throat> hinted, <clears throat> excuse me at the existence of a secret group of initiates who dispense truth and wisdom to the worthy. A young Alistair Crowley reading this wrote to wait and directed and was directed to read von uh, Eckerthausen's book. Crowley's search for the secret wisdom eventually led him to become a neophyte of the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn, which represented itself to be visible and earthly outer order of the Great White Brotherhood. Within the Golden Dawn itself, its teachings claim to be derived from a similar body of initiates, which in that tradition were called the secret chiefs. Okay, you can't make this stuff up, folks. You really can't. All right, it gives you a little bit of a history. Let's uh, jump down here. The ritual magicians of the Western mystery tradition, sometimes of the Great White Brotherhood, as as the Great White Lodge, and a name that appears to indicate that they imagine it (laughs) constitutes an initiatory hierarchy similar to Freemasonry. Gareth uh, Knight describes its members as masters or interplane adepti. Um, Who have gained all the experience and all the wisdom resulting from experience necessary for their spiritual evolution in the worlds of form. While some go to a higher evolution in in other spheres, others become teaching masters who stay behind and help younger initiates in their cyclic uh, evolution on this planet. In other words, reincarnation. Uh, only a few of this community are known to be uh, known to the human race. These initiates are the teaching masters. The AMORC, uh, Rosicrucian uh, Order, maintains a difference between the Great White Brotherhood and the Great White Lodge, saying that the Great White Brotherhood is the school of fr- or fraternity of the Great White Lodge and that every true student of the path aspires to membership in this brotherhood. Some of Alistair Crowley's remarks appeared to indicate that Crowley identified the Great White Brotherhood with the um, AA, his magical secret society. Bulgarian Gnostic master uh, Peter Dinov uh, referred to his organization of followers as the Universal Bright White Brotherhood, and it's clear that he too was referring to Western esoteric uh, community at large. When excommunicated as a heretic on the 7th of July, 1922, he defended the Brotherhood as follows, Let the Orthodox Church resolve this issue, whether Christ has risen, whether love is accepted in the Orthodox Church. There is one church in the world, but the universal white brotherhood is outside the church. It is higher than the church, but even higher than the universal white brotherhood is the kingdom of heaven. Hence, the church is the first step, the universal white brotherhood is the second step, and the kingdom of heaven is the third step. The greatest one of these is to be manifested, and that was written the 24th of June, 1923. Similarly, uh, Bulgarian teacher Omar uh, Mikhail Anivov, um, Dino's principal uh, disciple, formally established Fraternité Blanche Université, universale um i guess as an esoteric uh, esoteric organization still operating today in switzerland canada the usa and the uk and parts of scandinavia the great white brotherhood was further developed and popularized in 1934 with the publication of unveiled mysteries by guy ballard's im activity this brotherhood of immortal saints and sages who have gone through the initiations of transfiguration resurrection and ascension was further popularized by ascended masters teachers, uh, ascended master teachings developed by the bridge to freedom the summit lighthouse and the church universal and triumphant and the temple of the presence benjamin cream has published books he claims the information within them have been telepathically transmitted to him from the great white brotherhood of course Okay, we just got a couple more paragraphs. Founding of the Great White Brotherhood. In 1952, Geraldine Innocent, messenger of, for the Bridge of Freedom, delivered its address purported to be from Sanat Kumara, and we're going to read this, uh, find out about these people in a few minutes, describing the founding of the Great White Brotherhood. Uh, quote, I had nothing to work with, I had nothing to work but with but light and love, um, and many centuries passed before even two life streams applied for membership. One later became Buddha, now the Lord of the World, the planetary logos, uh, Guatama Buddha, and the other became the Cosmic Christ, Lord Maitreya, and the planetary Buddha. The bro- the Brotherhood has grown through these um, ages and centuries until almost all of the offices held now. Are those belonging to evolution, uh, belonging to the evolution of Earth and those who have volunteered to remain among her evolution. Okay. End quote. Uh, members of the Bridge to Freedom believe that on July 4th, 1954, Sanat Kumara, Kumara, excuse me, uh, started, uh, stated through uh, Geraldine Innocent, quote, Thus we took our abode among the sweet earth uh, through the same power of centripetal and centrifugal uh, forts, which I spoke of cohesion and expansion of the magnetic power of divine love. We then began to magnetize the flame in our hearts of some of the guardian spirits who were not sleeping so soundly and who were not too enthusiastically engaged in using primal Life for the satisfaction of personal self. End quote. And then quote in this way, the great brotherhood began. The threefold flame within the heart of Shambhala, uh, within the hearts of the Kum- Kumaras and myself, formed the magnetic heart of the great white brotherhood by whom you have all been blessed, and which brotherhood and which brotherhood you all aspire to become conscious members. And it goes on and on, folks. Um, <clears throat> I don't feel like reading that. Um, and it goes on to talk about the Great Brotherhood of Light, yeah, all about that, and then Agni Yoga. Um, okay, so anyway, that kind of gives you an overview of how this, uh, who, what this Great White Brotherhood is and how it started. Okay, Madame Blavatsky figures a lot into all this. She's like the, um, the queen mother of... Uh, of the occult okay if you you can't see it folks if you're listening but if you look at her eyes she's definitely there's something in there that's all i'm going to say okay so we're done with that how we're doing folks are we doing okay we've had a lot thrown at you in the last few minutes um but uh we will prevail right uh, let's see what else we got here. Okay, now these um, this whole thing is made up of um, what I see. What I seem to think is two groups of um, beings. Some of them are <clears throat> are a cosmic um, cosmic uh, masters, and some of them are ascended masters. In other words, the ascended masters, to my understanding, according to what they're talking about here. Um, now, remember, we're talking about demonic beings and uh, fallen angels, okay? We're not talking about people um, or anything that uh, God himself has created. Um, but the ascended masters are the ones that have worked through lifetime upon lifetime of uh, reincarnation, according to this work here, and um, have cleansed themselves, for lack of better words, and become uh, holy, for lack of better words, <laughs> and... Um, have become have entered into a new uh a new parallel not a universe uh dimension a new dimension uh these people talk about a lot about the fourth and fifth and sixth dimensions okay so um when you get quite good at, here on earth you're you enter into the fourth dimension and um after you die if you've done enough, you enter into the fifth and then uh if you have really been good you enter into the sixth so for lack of better words sorry folks it's been a long long day um okay so if we wanted to look at some of the um the regular ones not the celestial ones or the chohans um so we have uh Jeshua, which is right away spelled wrong ben J- joseph uh he's labeled the uh, christ consciousness master Okay. Um, and for anybody that knows anything about Hebrew and about, they're obviously using, trying to use the word Yeshua, but putting a J in it. And that does not work because there's no J in the Hebrew alphabet. So it would have to be Yeshua. But I guess the being that calls himself this is, uh, doesn't even know enough to uh to get it right in the hebraic um, um, alphabet alphabet all right the next one is Mary Magdalena and she's responsible for divine feminine intuitive Gnostic wisdom all right she's a big bad girl (laughs) okay Uh, next one is Merlin responsible for energetics and manifestation next one is Mother Mary Um, Sorry, Catholics, but they're claiming her. Uh, Responsible for compassion and unconditional love. This one really cracked me up. Nikola Tesla. How the heck did Nikola Tesla work out everything where he could become an ascended master? That just does not make sense to me. But he's responsible for, and guess what? Energetic Preparation and for ascension. Okay. Then you have the Buddha, um, responsible for balance, harmony, and enlightenment. And you know it cracks me up, folks? Bal- balance and harmony. And somewhere, I don't know if we're going to read it here, but somewhere they're going to claim that all these individuals um, kind of worked with each other. But although their messages were taken differently on earth... They're they're working together in the heavenlies or whatever you want to call it in other dimensions or what else. But if the Buddha, when he was on Earth, and it's not people that messed up the message, the Buddha that supposedly when he was on Earth taught about harmony. Well, what's harmony? That's getting along with everybody. What's getting along with everybody? That would be all religions having being the same, being harmonic. okay, having balance having the same message they don't. <laughs> okay. So if these things are working together, um, and they, and their mess, their message on earth was screwed up. Okay. Which means they're faulty, which means they're probably not uh, perfect, which means that they have no business being ascended masters. Okay. Then you have, the uh, Maitreya. And uh, as the saying goes, Maitreya will betray you. Um, Back in the 80s, folks, I was working out at a, um, a refinery in, in the Bay Area in California, and um, I opened up the newspaper, and the whole back section, actually, of this one, of, of Section A was a newspaper article pro- proclaiming that Maitreya had arrived and that he came to bring us peace, and he came to bring everybody together and the whole nine yards. Well, heck, that was, what, 1985, two, 95, 2005, 2015, what, 35, 37 years ago? okay what's he waiting for <laughs> you know the trouble is that he can't do anything until like the bible says he who restrains stops restraining okay Oh, okay i was hearing a weird noise it's my wife's using a sewing machine in the other room i was getting ready to go outside and see if there was a big disc out there um so Metre is supposed to be responsible for future ascended. Well, he's a future ascended master who will arrive on Earth in human form. Wow, human man, human boy. Whoever spelled that bad in English, um, the teacher of humanity, and the way they spell it is H U I O N M A N. That's supposed to be human. He heaman. <laughs> I mean, if these beings can't even spell right, you know. Okay. Then there's Confucius, um, who was the butt of a whole bunch of jokes when we were growing up. Um, he's responsible for mortality or excuse me, morality, justice, and sincerity. Now let me ask you a question. Um the new age and these religions teach that there's no right and wrong. Okay. And that, um, everybody has yang and yin and yang in, in them. And, uh, one is, is good energy. One's bad energy. And they're supposed to equal each other out and cancel each other out. Okay. Now when things cancel each other out, you're nothing. Okay. But these things supposedly do. Um, and, um, if he's concerned with justice and um, there is no right and wrong then how can there be justice Then justice would be relative justice would be what each person thought it would be Um, here let's let's take an example one one guy that makes up his own justice would believe that um, that he could kill anybody he wanted to that's justice You know, they pissed them off. He kills them or just goes out and kills them. Anyway, another guy might think, well, yeah, but you know, uh, killing is okay, but uh, we got to do away with guns. You can kill, you can kill with knives and stones and everything else, but guns are the big problem. Okay. Um, then, you know, you just take, move it all the way down the road, you know, and it's just, it's poppycock is what it is. So if there's no right and there's no wrong, there doesn't need to be any justice. Okay and he's uh, supposed to be over sincerity well all these beings are uh insincere Uh, that's one of their main attributes okay the next one ashtar sharan responsible for um, the advancement of collectives higher consciousness and gaia's ascended position within the cosmos and galactic federation uh, when you hear the word Ashtar, like the Ashtar Command, that's what they call themselves, the Galactic Federation. Um, I don't even know if they call themselves the Ashtar Command anymore. That was pop- popular about 20 years ago, uh, maybe maybe even 10. But um, when you look up now, you don't really see Ashtar Command. Um, anyway, um, and if you look back in biblical things, Ashtar, the Ashtaroth, who are things that the, Israel, um, the children of Israel um, worshipped, in in place of yahweh and it was the god of uh, the canaanites i do believe and it was um different societies had different names Um, one of the societies called her ishtar Uh, another one astaroth Uh, another um, isis Um, another semiramis okay so, uh, it was one of the major false gods that was worshipped in the, in the near east, the Middle East, uh, for a long time. All right, the next one is Kwan Yin, responsible for compassion, mercy, and kindness. Um, I don't know, I'm not even gonna comment. Uh, Kuthumi, <clears throat> which is responsible for protection of the aura and bringer of the sacred light, that sounds a lot like Satan to me, the light bearer. Actually, Lucifer is the light bearer. Um, and then Sanat Kumara, responsible for the advancement of spiritual evolution. Ooh. then we hear that all the time from the new age? Oh, everybody needs to have their vibratory levels increased. Because we're not vibrating a lot and are very good. And uh, our vibration pattern is contrary to what uh, the earth would like. <laughs> okay. Now, um, there's other, another group, I, which I think are the cosmic masters, okay, the big guys. Um, they're calling them ascended masters here, or chohans. Um, it's the chohans of the seven rays. <clears throat> there's also belief held by many that there are seven ascended masters. Um, we will. I won't call them ascended. I will call them permanent or uh, cosmic masters who each teach us the seven paths back, to source through Christed consciousness it's another thing you're going to hear a lot you're going to hear New Age talk about the Christ and you're going to hear the New Age talk about Jesus uh, I was working in an electrician shop one time in uh, the city of San Rafael and there was uh, our shop and right next to our shop was the uh, the carpenter's shop and um, <clears throat> I happened to become kind of loose knitted friends with one of the guys that worked over there he was an apprentice and I was an apprentice and um we were talking and i was explaining when i was a christian and uh that i worshiped jesus and and he said oh i was jesus one time and i got to listen to this diatribe of uh bs about how he had become jesus because jesus came and entered into him and i back then i didn't think anything about it; just the guy was kooky you know but then i realized uh, i came to find out about the new age and and they believe this uh Another another instance happened where um, I was counseling people at, at that time. A lot of people were calling about alien abduction. You know, I want this to stop. And uh, our, our thesis was that you could cry out the name of Jesus when this stuff happened. And when you do, these uh, entities that are trying to abduct you or harass you or whatever um, would have to flee. And they did. We had testimonies of many people that talked about that. OK, Um but uh so this one lady called up one day and she says ah it doesn't work and i what are you talking about she goes you know when somebody calls you up and says it doesn't work you know what do you think what are you supposed to think so i said what are you talking about she says well she says i've tried that i've i've called out the name several of jesus several times when i've when abductors have come you know the aliens and it doesn't work they they abducted me anyway and a little voice in my head said ask her who she thinks jesus is I knew that was the Holy Spirit talking to me. So I said, well, ma'am, who do you think Jesus is? Well, he's the Christ consciousness. He's the, <clears throat> yeah, he's the Sonat Jesus. He's a Sonata Jesus. He, he's uh, the ruler of the universe, you know, and, and he travels around the universe. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> the God I serve exists outside of time and space and is outside the universe. Um, so anyway, I, I happened to just tell her the gospel real quick. Upon which time she said something to me. Uh, I can't remember what it was, and then she slammed a phone down. Um, but yeah, the new age will claim that they know Jesus, and uh, that's the Jesus they're talking about—not the Jesus of Nazareth, not the the Son of God who came and died for all mankind, and uh, who died and rose again three days—excuse me, three days later. Okay, known as the Chokans of the seven rays each of the ascended masters embodies and defines that particular area of life on earth where uh on earth we need to master in order to ascend to higher vibration or frequency as well as this they teach to have a designated retreat here on physical earth interesting very interesting. So, if they're fallen angels, they have a place where they hang out on Earth, huh? Um, we needed to, to do something really quick before I continue. Um, there needs to be it needs to be understood that fallen angels or angels are not demons, okay? Demons are a different class, and then let me explain to you how that happened. In um, a oh, excuse me, Genesis chapter six, it talks about. <clears throat> the sons of God saw the daughters of men and found that they found them to be attractive or comely and uh, decided to take anyone that they wanted and have relations with them. <clears throat> and it, it goes on to say that the, the result of that relations were giants and, uh, they called them Nephilim, which means fallen. Okay. This comes from the word Nephal, which means fallen. And, um, because of that, um, we had, uh, these Nephilim running all over the earth. It said that, uh, in one part of uh, the first Enoch is that they devoured all the all the resources of men, and when uh, the resources have been used up they they uh, started to devour mankind um, yeah, <laughs> no, not a good thought, right? I guess who's coming to dinner you <laughs> um, anyway uh so that's where the Nephilim come from, and there's also a mistaken uh, idea that the Nephilim either survived the flood. Or um, somehow another theory is that one of us, uh, Noah's sons had uh, that uh, gene in his uh, in his gene pool, and um, and that's how the Nephilim came back after the flood. They did come back, but many of us believe that it was from a second incursion. More fallen angels came down, uh, AKA sons of God, and um, and did it all over again. The sons of Anak were the result. Okay, so. Oh, anyway, uh, I, I forgot left out one important part. Um, <clears throat> before the flood, <clears throat> there was a time when the angels started to kind of f- figure out that they really made a mess of things, and uh, they really sinned against Yahweh. <laughs> and so they they um, they got a hold of Enoch and said, "Hey, you know you you have communion with the God of Heaven, and uh, so why don't you just go up there?" Uh, and I'm paraphrasing, okay, folks. <clears throat> Why don't you just go up there and talk to God and maybe entreat for us and uh, tell him that we're sorry. And um, so Enoch went up there and um, it, was, it was translated to heaven. One of many times he was before he was finally taken for good um, and uh, sought out the Lord. Um, and basically, but he gave the, uh, if I'm not mistaken, he gave the, the information to one of the angels who went and presented it before Yahweh. And Yahweh said, no, 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 <laughs> this ain't going to work. Um, there is no forgiveness for what they did, you know, and um, tell, go down and tell them that uh, as part of the penalty for them to suffer, uh, their their offspring, the Nephilim, are all going to kill each other by the sword, uh, which happened. Uh, so there were no Nephilim left by the time the flood came. Okay. Okay. Um, there was only wicked human beings that were destroyed by the flood and, and animals, uh, because they were practicing DNA manipulation. Um, and if you don't believe that, look what Yeshua said, that in the days of, that he returns, it'd be like the days of Noah. Okay. So, uh, let's see, where are we going from here? Okay. So that kind of, ex- oh, anyway, when the, the, uh, the, um, Nephilim all killed each other, uh, Yahweh always said that their spirits would become the demons that will plague mankind. So that's where the demons come from. They are not angels. Okay. They're the um, disembodied spirits of the Nephilim. Okay. <clears throat> it's very important to know that folks, because you know, I, I know people that have divinity degrees that that'll say that, uh, that angels and demons are the same thing, <laughs> you know, no, 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 <laughs> they're not. There's a reason why angels are called angels and demons are called demons, okay? Um, Okay, so anyway, let's look at these, uh, these characters. It said, known as the Chohans, the Seven Rays, each of the Ascended Masters embodies and defines... That particular area of life—I know I read this earlier—here on Earth, we need to master in order, in order to ascend to a higher vibration or frequency. As well, they have they each have a designated retreat here on physical Earth. I'd love to find out where that is. I think it's probably in the Himalayas, um, and they're probably guarded by um, uh, Buddhist monks and, or hidden by Buddhist monks, whatever. Um, But if they're Nephilim, which I think they are, they have nothing to worry about, right? Um, Look at the giant. Look, uh, research the giant of Kandahar if you want to see a modern-day Nephilim. All right, so there's Chokhan El-Maria. He's the master of the blu ray and the divine will of God. It should be a small g. Um, He is the divine masculine in that he represents action, authority, and will, initiation, and dependability. <laughs> Everything that women are looking for <laughs> um, in a man. Okay, the second one, uh, Chohan Lanto, master of the yellow ray. So you got the blue ray. Oh, blue ray. I wonder if it has anything to do with the movies. Okay, so Lanto is master of the yellow ray. Lord Lanto is the master healer not only on a personal, physical, and spiritual level, but also with the healing and vibrational frequency increase of the planet. In other words, he's healing Earth. Okay. That's interesting. Johan Paul the Venetian. I thought this was pretty funny. Um, because when when UFOs started arriving on Earth uh, in... in more than traditional manner Um, they often said that they were from Venus but then when we sent probes to Venus and found out that they couldn't live there because the the temperature average on Venus is 800 degrees um, uh, they moved all the aliens moved they moved from Jupiter they moved from Venus they moved uh, from Mars everywhere to um, the Orion area and the Draco area of the stars out there in the sky. So um, I thought that was funny. There was a mass exodus once we could prove that they weren't there. Um, so Paul, the Venetian, um, and we're not talking about Venetian like Venice. We're talking about the planet Venus, uh, master of the pink gray and divine love and inspiration. He is the patron of art and culture and both contribute greatly to expounding our experience and raising the planet the pink ray huh hmm real fallen angels wear pink <laughs> okay Chohan Serapis uh, Serapis Bay excuse me Chohan Serapis Bay divine master of the fourth white ray ancient priests of Atlantis He subsequently reincarnated multiple times in ancient Egypt and Greece. He helps us to regulate our lower chakras and to bring balance and harmony during conflict, calling us back to the center and alignment to ultimately ascend our turbulence through the white flame. Okay. Next one, uh, Chohan Hilarion Master of the green ray, health and truth. Chohan Hilarion walks in the gap between science and spirituality. Noetic science, cosmetology, astrology, and theology all benefit from his loving gaze. Okay. Chohan Master Nada. So, Nada means nothing, doesn't it? Nada, nil, nicked. Yeah, Master of Nothing. Um, Master of the Sixth Ray, Purple and Gold. She is the keeper of selfless service, love, compassion, and peace. She also helps us to heal our inner child. (laughs) Sorry, Um, wounding, inner child's wounding to further us along the ascension path as well as rippling out uh, karmic ancestral healing. Master Nada along with Serapis Bay and St. Germain have been very active during the age of Aquarius and she is guiding us all to find our heart based desires and twin flame. All right. Which brings us to or Chohan um, St. Germain. You're going to find that most um, people who channel demons channel St. Germain. Okay. Anyway, uh, mentioned previously, St. Germain is the guardian of the violet flame and Johann of the seventh ray. St. Germain will resonate with all of those who hold um, string Atlantean energy with them, master of al- alchemy, transmutation, humor, and grace. He represents religious and spiritual balance and provides a sanctuary from persecution. Um, there really was a Saint Germain, folks. Um, he was, uh, it was somewhere in northern France by Normandy, I think, is where he, uh, he practiced religion. But um, I don't know. I'd have to read more about him, and I haven't had time to do that. And last but not least, we have Maha Chohan, uh, representative of the Holy Spirit. Ooh, there's a blaspheming of the Holy Spirit. And a combination of all rays brought together. He's the rainbow guy. Uh, This master healer, I I put that in there, by the way, that wasn't there. Um, The master healer, he holds the flame for all of those who are yet unable to hold it for themselves. As they work the ascension process, he represents the unification of mind, body, and soul, free will, and servitude. It is here that we are truly able to shake off the ego and give our, ourselves over to love, and light, to the uplifting of planet Earth and the collective as a whole. Oh, so he's the um, the god of climate change or whatever. Um, okay, so there you have it in a nutshell. Okay, <laughs> okay. The secret covenant. I read that. Okay. I think I've gone through everything. I wanted to show you the secret covenant. I'm. I'm just sorry I didn't do that. And uh, you know, for the heck of it, if you're interested in reading more about this, there's a guy that um, he was named C.W. Leadbeater, and I read his name a few times. And that stuff I was just reading. Um, he wrote a book, The Masters of the Path. Um, and uh, the Masters and the Path, excuse me, and uh, tells you all about these Chohans and everything else. So um, interesting book. If you're interested in studying this more, uh, hopefully studying it to uh, debunk it instead of studying it to take it on in your lifestyle. Um, Okay, folks, let's see, how are we doing here? Anyway, it's been ages since I looked at a clock Oh, we're exactly in an hour. Wow. How about that? So what do you think, folks? Um, what do you think about all this gobbledygook? You know, um, these are basically our enemies, these uh, beings. I don't think they're fictional. I think they're real, uh, but they're spiritual beings. And they fall into that Genesis 6, not Genesis 6, Ephesians 6 category of who we fight. And the interesting thing is all these beings, uh, did you read any bad attributes about them? Did I read any bad attributes about them? Did you see any while I was reading them? No, there aren't any. Because these beings do not want to be seen in any light, but, um, but a good light. But if they're running the world and the one is the lord of the world then why do we have all the problems that we have it's because these beings although they're ascribed to be running the world do not run the world they ruin the world but they don't run the world and it's funny because as um as society turns back to barbarism instead of uh, a stable society uh all these things are starting to take hold and and they're being taken hold of by the new age and uh and by others like the new age um, and and it's ruining people it really is because we're, in essence they're they're believing in false gods now a lot of the channelers receive messages from these entities and these entities yes they'll talk about oh yes though there's going to be a cataclysm and um you know the the world's going to be destroyed well first of all that's not biblical okay the world doesn't get destroyed again until god destroys it after the the millennial reign of yeshua um and uh, they're warning us that if we don't get our act together that's when the earth is going to rebel and there's going to be earthquakes and and everything else so I think this is done to circumvent uh, what Yeshua said in Matthew 24 about the earthquakes and the plagues and everything else that are going to happen. Yeah, they're going to happen, but uh, they're saying that it's because uh, um, that the earth is not happy. The earth does not have a personality, folks. It really doesn't. Okay. And um, anyone that says that does is, uh, is a fool and a liar. <laughs> okay. Um. So anyway, uh, I thought that that uh, declaration by um, <clears throat> what we now know to be fallen angels, because that's what it basically it said in the, at the end, and and demons, um, pretty interesting because the things that they said, they're just following right along and doing. You know, it's. Uh, <clears throat> They hide the divine truth because basically they don't no practice divine divine truth. Um, they turn us against us, but because of the colors of our skins, they make us think that the other color is inferior or evil. Um, let's see. And they do this thing little by little, folks. Um, like I said, if you throw a pot into boiling water, it's going to jump out. But if you put it in there and you heat the water up slowly, the frog will boil to death because it. It becomes accustomed to the the heat as it gets hotter and hotter and hotter. And that's what's happening in society. Things are getting worse and worse and worse, but we don't see it because it's been happening at such a slow pace that we take these things to be normal. However, being one that grew up and was born in the last year of the 1950s and grew up in the 60s and 70s, believe me, it was not a good time to grow up, but better than now. Um things were different folks they really were (laughs) um not like today and i i could spend an hour talking about it and i don't have that time to really do it but um most people went to church not because they they felt like they had to but because it was something that you just did on sunday (laughs) you know um and and the people that went far outnumbered the people that didn't go okay i mean infinitely farther, uh, more people went than didn't go. Um, And that's all religions. I'm talking Protestantism, Catholicism, uh, Judaism, the whole nine yards, everybody, well, Jews went on uh, Friday night and Saturday, but everybody went to service and um, and what else people were, uh, people cared more. They cared more about their neighbors and stuff like that. And um, nowadays, you, you can move into a neighborhood and live there 20 years and not know who your neighbors are. You know, it's unless you go out and make a conscious effort to go out knocking on doors, introducing yourself, the welcome wagon does not come around anymore, folks. Nope, sure doesn't. Um, so things are a lot different. And as being a representative of somebody that grew up in that time, I can assure you that things have changed. Little by little, little by little, and um, and that they've become to be accepted. Homosexuality, for instance, <laughs> when I was growing up, they stayed in the closet. They never came out because they were fearful of what would happen if they came out because it was not an accepted lifestyle. Now it's accepted, and if you're not, and you look at someone of that um, that category with uh, cross-eyed, you know you're. You're labeled a, a bigot and, and everything else, uh, racist and a uh, homophobe and the whole nine yards. So, um, so what's what's what once was bad is good and what was good was bad is bad and um, that's been predicted in scripture. Um, <clears throat> anyway, so what's what's the answer to all this? Well, <clears throat> you'll notice that it said in in this. <clears throat> Thing that i read by um by the one of the fallen angels or whatever um that fear is the key they want to instill fear and if they do then they can have power and take control so the first thing we got to do is not let this stuff turn uh, turn us fearful um you know knowing that it has to happen in order for Better times to come really helps out. It really helps me out anyway. Um, but knowing that the, the king of the universe is going to come back, Yeshua, and that he's going to take all these entities and throw them into the lake of fire and all the fallen angels and um, and hell and Hades are going to be thrown into the lake of fire, too. Yeah, oh, all the people that deceived us and maligned us and did us wrong will, will someday not be around anymore, and will uh, be doing a backstroke in the lake of fire. So, um, having a, a look at the future and what it holds often helps us to go through what's going through what we're going through right now. But just hold on, because when Yeshua does come back, he's going to remake this earth. Um, like it's the Garden of Eden and uh, we'll live like that for a thousand years. And um, those of us who are born again now will help him to run things. So anyway, so there is a reason to, to be calm and not be afraid. Um, so many times in scripture, you know, Yahweh always said, fear not, fear not, you know. And we're supposed to take that and go ahead and run with it, folks. Fear not. Um, don't fear the one that can um, can throw you in jail or kill you, but fear the one that can take your soul and and throw it into hell. You know it's anyway. So if you have if you're having troubles, folks, and you're not experiencing experiencing the peace, well. Yeshua's, one of his names is the Prince of Peace, Sar Shalom in Hebrew. And he can bring you that peace. He can bring you that comfort and that rest that you need. Okay? You don't have to be afraid. You don't have to be fearful. You don't have to be fearful, for instance, that you took the shot. Because there are caveats in Scripture to talk about how uh, Yahweh will take care of those people Um that drink poison that they won't they won't fall Um, you pick up snakes and stuff like that poisonous snakes and if they bite you it won't kill you Um, you know all these all these things that were promised um, and that we're given and we become new creatures when we come one with Yeshua you know Um, and uh, Yahweh doesn't um, no weapon formed against you will prosper he said and it said it's your heritage for that to be the truth okay if you're a believer it's your heritage so we have more working for us than we have working against us okay and that needs to be said categorically and preach from the housetops folks God's got more good for us than the devil has bad lots more infinitely more and someday he's gonna be thrown on a lake of fire too and we're not gonna to have to deal with him anymore praise the Lord but um, anyway so folks turn you to Yeshua come to him admit to him that you screwed your life up if you have and if you're not saved you have trust me um, that you want peace and contentment you want to be with him and find the and put his yoke upon you and, and His his burden is easy and his yoke is light the scripture says and just um, live for him and not for yourself and not for this world. And um, I promise you, <laughs> things will be better. Yes, bad things will happen. They still will, but you'll be able to walk through them a lot easier and know that uh, they were supposed to happen and that nothing surprises Yahweh. He knows everything before it happens. So He's already made a way out <laughs> for you. When things are starting to get rough. So anyway, that having been said, um, I just want to, like I usually do at the end of my solo shows, um, just say a little benediction over you, ironic benediction, and and then we'll go our ways, folks. And um, uh, this Thursday, actually, I'm pretty sure Brian's going to be with me, but we're going to do the show earlier in the day, like in the morning. Cause he can do it from his car okay and um now this is if it all works out okay um it may be that it won't but uh, he plans on taking his lunch break early and um and doing the show so anyway may the lord bless you and keep you may he make his face to rise upon you be gracious unto you may he watch you going out you're coming in you're rising up and you're lying down may the god of israel yahweh Bring you peace, contentment, joy, hope, fearlessness, and faith. Amen and amen. In Yeshua's name. Okay, folks, let's go. Let's go let's go uh, serve up some whoop bass, so to speak. Pardon my French. Um, hey, God bless. See you on Thursday, folks. Goodbye.